Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to another issue of Comic Book Tales. And today we're going to revisit some things that we talked about last week and expand upon that. Uh, because there seems to be dissension at Marvel uh, and what that means. So last week we talked about the um, the decision to make Captain America a Hydra agent, or at least appear to be a Hydra agent. And I listened to a lot of the complaints across the internet and on uh, YouTube and just other sources that I, I view. And it, it ran the gamut, as you might expect. It ran the gamut to, this is no big deal, this is just a creative choice, this... Don't get too excited. It's only been one issue. Um, I still stand by what I said, that 75 years of history of this character, you've effectively said he is he's subservient to Baron Zemo or the Red Skull, neither of which fit the character of this person or this, char- this hero. Uh, now, some said maybe he's brainwashed. I, I alluded to that. That's possible. Some said that maybe he... Uh, he was undercover. He was somehow trying to be, uh, I don't know. This is, it's hard to say where this is going to go. And, you know, some likened it to the superior Spider-Man run of issues where Doc Ock took over Peter Parker's body and how it was fretted about early on, but then it became a pretty good storyline and people stopped reading the regular Peter Parker when he came back. It still sells, but not in the same level because of the uniqueness of that. And maybe that's what this will happen. Maybe this is, will generate an, an extremely up, extreme uptick in sales of Captain America or Captain America-related uh, merchandise or products. And that's certainly possible, um, but I'm trying to get it away from the sales part of things and into the creative side of things because the creative is what I read it for. Now, I recognize if you don't sell, you don't, <laughs> there isn't creative. You have to sell the product to be able to have a creative product to sell. So I get that you have to do both. Um, I'm just feeling like there could have been a different direction to go in with that. Now, that being said, this week it's come out that there's a huge split, and this probably isn't shocked to too many people, but maybe it is, between the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel Comics. And what do I mean by that? Um, the Russo brothers who did Captain America Civil War and Captain America Winter Soldier uh, hinted at the fact that um, this started a civil war between the head of Marvel Comics and Marvel Studios, Alan Horn and Isaac Perlmutter, Perlmutter at uh, Marvel Comics. And they kind of tried to tie that into their movie and this is what caused it, the direction it wanted to go. And that may be true, it may not be true, but Kevin Feige, who's in charge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has effectively gone over to Disney Studios and and pulled everything over in that direction. And that leads to the lack of Marvel comic control over Marvel Cinematic Universe characterization. And you saw it in some of the TV properties, uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this season, you saw that there was, not that there was a great integration before, but it seemed to be like a thrown-in line at the end. Um, the most recent uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, when they talk about the Civil War, like, yeah, that doesn't, we're not going to do that here. 
we're not going to register here. And that was, that was the throwaway line. That was it. Uh, it it's, it's something I've, I've railed against this before, and I guess I continue to rail against this. I think that, that you, you sell more comic books when there's a public audience to view them, and you sell more movie tickets when there's a built-in audience to go to see them. If you end up having two distinctly different properties, I think you run the problems that DC has had. And shockingly, Alan Horn, who's head of Marvel Studios at Disney, was at DC, and he did the same thing. He basically gutted the connection between Time Time Warner Video and the comic books, and he's doing the same thing at Marvel. And I think it's a bad decision. I think if you look at the history of what happened at DC, yes, situations are slightly different. Um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was created by committee from all the people at Marvel Comics uh, in, in relation to the creative people from the, the uh, cinematic side. And you got, for the most part, some pretty good movies and certainly launching pads for some other movies. I don't think you want to you want to go against that that formula. It works. Why? It's like the successful athlete who thinks they're better than their actual abilities would dictate, and they hold out or they say, "I I want more money." All right, I know I just got a five year contract last year, but I want more because I'm worth more because I did more last year. Only um, that's what this feels like. This feels like somebody, some people are getting some swollen heads that. They think they've done it all by themselves, and it wasn't a contribution from anyone else. It was just them. So, therefore, they have the right to say, well, I don't need you. I can do this myself. I hope I'm wrong. I truly, truly, truly hope that I am wrong on this. But I think history would say it's probably unlikely that I am. I think that this is more in line with um, there's going to be (laughs) – one of the one of the articles I read referenced Iron Man two, and how that just seemed to be a botched up mess of a movie. How it was, uh, Marvel Comics was frustrated with the direction the movie went, and the creatives thought it was perfect. And when they tried to re-edit it, it still didn't come out great. And I think that's what you get. You get a bunch of people on the creative side who don't truly understand the characters they're creating, and they do what they think they would do in a normal world without the comic book reference. And I think they lose sight of what that character is and who that character is. And they just, they exaggerate. If you look at movies and TV shows, they exaggerate human behaviors for dramatic effect or for comedic effect. And I think that's what tends to happen when you're not grounded with the comic book characters themselves. If you're not a fan of Doctor Strange, which we're going to get in the fall, what kind of movie are we going to get? Are we going to get an Ang Lee Hulk? Which wasn't really that good. Um, could have been better, and but wasn't. Or do we get, you know, the Avengers? Uh, what what do we get from from this creative side? And I'm I'm concerned. I am very concerned because I think too often the swollen heads in Hollywood think they are amazing at what they do. And they forget where they came from. They 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 start to believe their own hype. I guess that's the the word I would use. So I hope I'm wrong. I I you know it's nice when uh, you can do a tie in like the Russo brothers, the Civil War, uh, Civil War at Marvel. Uh, 
I think Marvel has done a great job of coming back from um, the dead. Uh, they were bankrupt multiple times. They were on their last legs with uh, with um, before Disney came in, and I think that this has hopefully shown them they can still be successful and they still have a lot of properties. Now, that brings me up to the last point here, and that is the convoluted manner in which uh, characters are owned by different studios. And this is this all goes back to mismanagement at Marvel. And we touched on it briefly before, but it's it, it's very confusing because Fox owns certain properties and Sony technically owns certain properties in connection with Marvel now. Um, and it's a very mixed up mess. Now, if you've seen uh, X-Men uh, the Apocalypse now, I don't know that you're very thrilled by what you saw in there. And I heard some people say it was great. The vast majority of people don't feel that way. Forget the numbers of dollars that they've earned. It's a convoluted mess, and that's part of the problem. It's a it's Fox trying to put together a cinematic movie, again, trying to jam too many characters into a movie. You can't do it. Now, uh, Captain America Civil War, at the climactic battle at the airport, there were 12 people, I believe, fighting. That was the max. You really couldn't have much more than that and still consider it being able to track everybody. And they weren't all on the same on the screen at the same time outside of that fight. So that's a good thing. The the nature of the Fox ownership, um, one of the things brought up was uh, Khan the Conqueror, or Kang, I'm not sure how you want to pronounce him, um, cannot come in an Avengers movie. And you say, well, wait a minute, he was one of the, he was an issue eight of Avengers. That's where he was introduced. Uh, and the nature of the agreements between Fox and Marvel state that because Nathaniel Richards in the future might be Khan the Conqueror and uh, Rama Tut may be the past of Khan the Conqueror, which appeared in, both in Fantastic Four. Therefore, that's owned by Fox, and therefore Marvel can't use them. Marvel Cinematic Universe and Disney can't use them in an Avengers movie, even though the character was introduced in the Avengers. So in the, in the comic world, it didn't make any difference. You could These characters, that was the great thing about Marvel. They could exist across the gamut of the Marvel Universe. But when you start selling off pieces of the universe, this is what you get. I think Disney and Marvel Studios and Marvel Comics need to make a concerted effort to get control of those properties back. Now, I don't know if that's possible. I, I certainly don't, I don't think with the X-Men property in the foreseeable future it's possible. Maybe with the Fantastic Four it is. But they need to get back control and get them under the same roof again, uh, a la Spider-Man. They need to make sure that happens. And I think that will help the whole this continuity. This will make this will make the ability for the comics to again influence the movies instead of the creatives saying, "Well, since we can't use this and we can't use that, and it's part of the comics, we're just going to go our own way." And it gets confusing for fans. And confusion is not what you want when you're trying to explain something to people. It's nice that you know for the first couple of Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, you didn't have to have seen all the others to understand. It's getting harder and harder to do that. 
Um, you you kind of have to have known what was going on, and I think that's get, you start to lose some people. Not that you have to dumb it down; you don't have to. But in the early days of Marvel, there was always a recap or previously in, like they do in most TV shows today. So it kind of caught you up to speed with what's coming in this issue. If you didn't already know or missed a couple of issues, this is what you can expect, the continuation of that. And I think that's important because it does give us a recap and it lets you jump in at any time. And I think Stanley had that motto. I want anybody to pick up any Marvel comic book and be able to know pretty quickly what it's about, who the characters are, and what direction they're going. And that's not an easy thing to do. And the movies are starting to lose lose that. And maybe it's impossible to keep it, but maybe it isn't. So I think you have to have Marvel Cinematic Universe has to be connected to the Marvel Comics in that they work together to create the storylines or you end up, hopefully, you don't end up with a mess. But we shall see with Doctor Strange. That'll be the first movie not run by the Marvel Committee. And I am nervous. I am very nervous of what that's going to look like. Is it going to look like a Fox X-Men Apocalypse, or is it going to look like um, Captain America Civil War? Uh, we will we'll wait to see. So that's what I've got this week. Uh, again, I got a lot of I got a lot of information back and forth on the Captain America being a Hydra agent, and I stand by what I said. Uh, I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe needs to be connected to the comics, and I think um, there's some concern from my end and the people I talk to about where this is all going. Is it getting too out of hand, or is it still usable um, for the future? So we'll have to wait and see. Please hit me up at Comic Book Tales on Twitter uh, or at HannahTreeProductions.com, info at HannahTreeProductions.com if you want to send me an email. Uh, I'd like to, your comments, your your thoughts, and anything you'd like to share. Thank you very much, and I will talk to you next time. Goodbye.